Good morning. Happy Friday. It is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, and right here in West Edmonton Mall. Check them out online at wilhawkbeefjerky.com. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas, and Donnie P with you today talking fantasy sports and whatever else you want to for the next 56 minutes or so before we hand things over to Alan Mitchell and Declan Kruger for the lowdown with Low Tide. Of course, you can always reach us, 1-833-401-1440. Also, Connor at sports1440.ca, Brandon at sports1440.ca, and make sure you give us a search on the old social media platform, whatever it is that you want to uh, follow us on. Check us out, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Blue Sky, Threads. We're everywhere. Brandon, good morning. Happy Friday. Feel good Fridays, as you guys call it. How's it going today? Feel good Friday, Connor Halley. And I am feeling good, actually. Another uh, late night trekking back from Delburn AB. Uh, big win on the sh- on the rink, as uh, as they say, out on the sheet. Uh, sheet three at the Delburn Curling Club. Shout out to our uh, opponents, Gary Vincent and his, uh, his team. Also my relative, as we've well discussed over the course of uh, different programs on the station. Almost everybody in Delburn is. Uh, great fight. Lots of great shots made by both teams. So uh, it was a late night getting back uh, just after midnight or so. But um, we had a great, great time on the morning show. Uh, Kevin Carey show this morning with Eddie. A lot of great guests. Uh, covered a lot of topics. So I'm kind of just like riding a high into the afternoon here heading into the weekend as I uh, turn around and drive uh, back southbound and down again pretty much as soon as we... Uh, depart these studios this afternoon you're pretty much on your way out pretty much like it's play me out 55 minutes and then you're gone Just play me out uh you were curling last night yes we also had laura and jeff walker in studio pretty good curlers themselves did you offer <laughs> them any advice uh no i was uh, more so listening for some advice uh i'll this is uh, i didn't actually get uh, i should have mentioned <laughs> mentioned it this morning so i'm, I'm throwing lead stones I, I don't curl very often anymore so i'm happy just to play the front end and put my broom to work for uh, for my team i don't know if i made a shot for the first five ends last night and we're talking lead stones here like all i have to do is throw up a guard put a rock in the house, maybe end under some coverage. I don't think I made a single one in the first five ends, but ends six through eight. Look out, buddy. I was uh, I was as dialed as they come. I didn't need any advice from Jeff and Laura Walker on the for the last three ends of a game. You know, <laughs> they call me clutch. That's when it matters. That's when it matters, right? I mean, you could already be... <laughs> there is a situation where you could have already shaken hands and called it a game after five ends if uh, everybody's missing their shots, but that's what you got teammates for, right? 100%. So they'll pick you up. Yeah. Hey, that... They handle the beginning. You show up when it matters. Uh, text coming in from Brent. That's what I'm talking about. Excellent entrance. Donovan, what song was that? For those who might want to go download it. That is uh, Dear Mr. Fantasy by Traffic. Unbelievable song. I just imagine people... We've had that one as a suggestion uh, a lot for the show, obviously, with the fantasy um, name. That's also in our show's name. Yeah. I always just think of like a dingy old bar, like smoking a cigarette, sipping some whiskey. I feel like I'm in a movie. Yeah. And like something big's going to happen. Like a cool guy's walking in. It was actually in uh, Avengers Infinity War, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. What so, part? Uh, the beginning when they're, it's the Guardian's entrance. And they're all dead. And they're and, all sad. Uh, I don't remember if they're all sad, but uh, I think it's when they get to Thor. I think it's, I think it's that. I, don't quote me on it, but. Okay. I have, I have seen that movie. I just can't remember where it, where it's at. But. Quoting you, um, we'll find out. I'm sure it's been in a bunch of movies and TV shows. I feel like it was an entourage. Great show. Oilers picking up their 15th win of the season last night. Uh, big win. 
excuse me, over the Chicago Blackhawks. Brandon, I'm sure the, the vibes are strong this morning here on the show with people uh, fired up for the Oilers to continue it. Some people might say, you know, not the best performance for the first few periods. That's fair. It's kind of been that way for a little while. The good news is the worm is coming into the lineup tomorrow. So there might be that push, that injection that the a, team a little, needs. A little extra boost of energy for a game, and that is something we talked about this morning, uh, is that, you know, last game, afternoon game at home before the All-Star break, everybody except Connor and Leon, uh, who will be heading to Toronto for the festivities of All-Star weekend. But everyone else, you know, probably just getting ready to, to jet off on a vacation, enjoy some downtime, whatever. They're probably, like, really looking forward to it here as we're kind of at... Uh, one of three different unofficial halfway points of the NHL season, uh, depending how you break it down. So there, there might be a little bit of, you know, look ahead, maybe lack of attention to detail. I don't know. Uh, but I think the injection of Corey Perry and him trying to, A, endear himself to teammates, endear himself to fans, and uh, and just kind of get back into the flow thing. It's been uh, multiple months since he's played an NHL hockey game. So I think that should provide a good boost tomorrow afternoon. But in last night's game, I only caught the third period. I was on the on the rink, um, the curling rink for the first uh, couple periods. But I actually, it's perfect in Delburn. The TV upstairs from the one viewing area, if you're at the far end, you can kind of see it. So I was watch, watching parts of it even when I was in the middle of my game. Uh, but the third period, they locked it down well. Um, shout out Cal Pickard, uh, fifth career shutout in his 100th career start. Um, I, I think that might be one of the bigger storylines out of that game, apart from McDavid and Leon, three points apiece, I believe, uh, as they were reunited on the top line. But um, Cal Pickard kind of doing his best to prove that he can be relied upon as the backup goalie here heading into the, the second half of the season. And, you know, the Oilers don't need to spend some assets on acquiring a veteran backup, which is something we've talked about on this show as recently as a, a couple of days ago. So it's uh, when, when you're a team with as limited trade chips as the Oilers are at this point without pulling away from your current team's uh, structure every little bit that you don't have to acquire matters and right now like in my opinion it's looking like a veteran goalie uh, backup goalie is not really one of them july 13th 2022 when he signed that contract did i see this coming no but you know what it is kind of refreshing uh, to see the Edmonton Oilers get that and yeah it was a little slow one thing i i just want to get into brandon if, if i may have a minute to rant here and i just i jotted down some notes and i this is not deep research this is about five minutes of research last night after seeing people critique the oilers winning streak 15 games it's such an easy thing to do because they haven't beat anyone any good well then why are the oilers the only team to do it and on top of that their 15 game winning streak you know longest in the nhl six more than any other team has had so far this season I tweeted it out last night, and I'll bring it up now so I don't butcher it anymore. If you want to follow me at Connor Halley on Twitter, shameless plug right there. You can, get, right all, you can there. get all of his uh, his great takes, and my, more importantly, his great video edits and memes my and memes. such. So they have six more. The next closest team, the Panthers and Kraken, both had nine-game winning streaks. I, I don't know how people were critical of those. Maybe they didn't beat anybody good. Maybe they did. The Oilers also have an eight-game winning streak, which is the third longest with the Jets, who also had an eight-game winning streak. So not only like have the Oilers done this once, but you know done it a, a second time where they beat pretty good teams. I think in that second winning streak, or the first winning streak, they beat the Jets, they beat the Hurricanes, and they beat the Golden Knights. But forget that, right? Doesn't fit the narrative. Okay, the teams that the Oilers have beat in this winning streak, they beat uh, the Sharks. You know the Sharks beat the Vancouver Canucks? Crazy, right? It's true. They also beat the Oilers. So they're not must-win games. Yeah, they have. They won. So they're an NHL team. Pretty good. The Columbus Blue Jackets. Do you know the Blue Jackets beat the Tampa Bay Lightning? 
and the Boston Bruins. And the Canucks. And the Canucks. So it's not easy games. It's not, oh, they should just win because it's a bad team. Well, then why did the Bruins not beat them? Why did the Lightning not beat them? How about the Ottawa Senators? Not a great team. The Sens beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 5-2 and beat the Rangers 6-2 this year. And how about those lowly Anaheim Ducks, Brandon? You know this. They've beat the Bruins. They beat the Avalanche in a shootout and the Florida Panthers in OT. But hey, very easy games. Why didn't you just beat the Anaheim Ducks? Because they suck. Now, the Nashville Predators tomorrow. I'm sure if the Oilers win, the naysayers will just say, oh, it's another lowly team. Who cares? 16 wins, not that impressive. Nashville's beat Colorado this year, Winnipeg, Pittsburgh, Tampa, Carolina, and the Dallas Stars twice. Pretty good hockey teams. My point being, you can just kind of crap on this streak for the Edmonton Oilers. The fact is, no other team has won more than nine games in a row. The Oilers have won 15. The teams that they have beat are still professional franchises. They still go out there and on any given night can beat you, as they've done to some pretty good teams around the NHL. So if you're an Oilers fan and somebody says, hey, you know, nice streak, but who have you beat? Don't even, don't even acknowledge Don't them. even indulge Just them. scroll right past it, laugh at them, say, okay, cool. Because... You can't pick your schedule. You get who's in front of you. And it's so easy after a five, six, seven game winning streak to take a team lightly. But the Oilers have won those games. So just wanted to get that off my chest. Bad teams in the NHL beat good teams. It happens. And the Oilers haven't allowed it to. The Oilers in that same, what it's uh, so 15 games, won, 13 games straight, allowing uh, two goals or less or three goals or less. The entire winning streak, they've allowed three goals or less. But it was the first two games of the winning streak where they were three goal games. Yeah. The rest have been two, two or, or less. less. So, yeah. I know it, it's a cherry picking thing when people want to get mad about. So, like, Oilers fans, I'll just say this to you like, don't apologize. Like you said, Connor, you play the games you're scheduled. You don't pick it. You're, this isn't college football. You're not Notre Dame selecting your, the games <laughs> you're going to play on a year to year basis. Like, the NHL picks your games for you, you play them. These are all professionals. And even on these bad teams, probably more so on bad teams, a lot of these guys are fringe NHL players, guys on expiring contracts that are either A, looking to get traded to a contender at the deadline, or earn themselves another deal for next year. Like, they have a lot to play for. Yeah. Like, don't don't think because a team sucks and maybe they, the, the management is like, yeah, we'd love another top five draft pick this year. You know who doesn't tank? Players in any sport. Because it's their livelihood that's at stake if they play poorly. It's We've seen it. Pretty easy, whether you're making $5 million a year or you're making league minimum. Pretty easy to get sent down to the minor leagues where all of a sudden you're making a fraction of that. It's, it's a common phrase in football. You're putting tape out there. Yeah, you got to get good tape out there. And, and guess what? They're pros too. There's, a, there's another one that's a, a very a, a cliche when you're talking about uh, going up against a team that maybe doesn't have a very good record or very, you know, quote-unquote good players. They're pros too. So do not apologize for this, Oilers fans. It is an impressive streak. They're finding different ways to win games. And in fairness, the last couple have been pretty similar where they don't really play that well for the at least the start of the game. Sometimes it's stretched a full 40 minutes. Sometimes it's only been maybe in the first 10 or 15. But either way, um, in a game where they weren't very good for a decent chunk of it last night, I mean, your best players were your best players. And we've seen this uh, deployment sometimes against weaker teams of uh, Leon Dreisel and Connor McDavid at the uh, on the top line. They each had great nights uh, on the stat sheet. So... It's 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 such a weird thing for people to get mad about and try and like criticize a 15 game winning streak. 
It's 15 games in a row in the NHL. It's incredibly impressive. I don't care who does it. It's almost, I mean, maybe we need a math major here. Like a fifth of the season, you just won. Uh, actually, Eddie had that stat this morning. It was just under 20%. Just I think under it was 19.85% to the season. So, like, you think that, that's unbelievable. <laughs> Put that into, like, other sports, like Major League Baseball. That'd be a heck of a run. Football? Yeah. My gosh. I mean, it's, it's impressive what they've done, and it just bugged me. There's some people out there. I will say a nice trait from this Oilers team to see during these games, though. Like you said, maybe they're not playing their best. Yeah, I commented on it Tuesday. Twitter was panicking, but you don't see it on the ice. The Oilers, it kind of seems like play our game. Don't give them opportunities. We'll find a way to score. Whether it is McDavid, Drysdale, Fogel, Nuge, Hyman, Kane. Take your pick of the lineup these days. McLeod, Sam Gagne. Derek Ryan. Derek Ryan. I was going to scream it like was. I don't know if you guys have seen that video on Twitter. Have you seen that? No. It's at the uh, uh, Riverhawks game. He's coming out of a suite. He's just like, Derek Ryan. <laughs> I'll show you it during the break. <laughs> Shout out to Waz at Oilers Waz Nation. Waz loves Derek Ryan. <laughs> I mean, hey, me too. G-Bears yeah, legend. Exactly. This, uh, Yeah, it's it's something. It is something that uh, has been a little bit crazy. Like, it's like just, it's an, you know, exaggeration. But, like, imagine people looking back at the Miami Dolphins undefeated season. Like, <laughs> Well, if they didn't play very good teams. Yeah. Like, no, it's tough to do. It's tough to win. And it's, I mean, and I'll be, I'll be honest. I am guilty of this sometimes too. Like even the Patriots uh, during the, the Bill Belichick, Tom Brady era, all the NFC East titles, uh, advancing to divisional rounds, AFC championship games. It's like, yeah, well, the rest of their division stunk. So that's like what half the schedule. Yeah. They still had to play like a lot of games against uh, Peyton Manning. Ever heard of him? Mm-hmm. Philip Rivers. Uh, like into like you know like they, they there was plenty of other good players that could stop them in the playoffs in the regular season any time, but they just didn't because they're a really good team. I'm not saying these Oilers are you know the Patriots dynasty, but they've got some really good players and some pretty high aspirations. So uh, y- there are some things that you can draw uh, back to maybe the beginning of uh, of what Belichick and Brady did with the Patriots. Steve from Drumheller says, LOL, don't have to justify it to anyone after the start Edmonton had in losing to San Jose. They're all worth two points. Exactly. And you know what? The the streak is one thing, but the biggest thing is that the Edmonton Oilers put themselves back into a position where they're in the playoffs. They're not a wild card team. They don't need to win the rest of the games, but if they can win they just three need to be a, five, They just need to be a good team the rest yeah, of the way now. They don't have to be. Yeah, they, they put themselves in that position by going on a heck of a run. Sure, they might lose to a Bruins team in the future. They might lose to a couple good teams. That can happen. But three of five, four out of seven, you know, win the majority of your games here, and you'll be in an okay position. We got a lot of texts. We'll get to those when we come back. Uh, we'll do that for the Canadian Brew House. This is Fantasy Frenzy. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas, and Donovan Paulson with you today. Brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Eleven twenty three. It is Fantasy Frenzy brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Check them out at wilhawkbeefjerky.com. I was liking that, Donovan. Is that, that's the weekend, I believe. Uh, that is the weekend. That Miss, is heartless. Mississauga Zone. I might have to add that to the list. I like the weekend. Yonet, it, actually, I know this isn't your speed, Connor, but maybe there's some people listening that might be uh, <laughs> inclined. Um, Morgan Wallen, very popular country artist, yeah. um, released uh, some new music yesterday. And I was not like I was not aware it was coming up or anything. I listened to the full uh, full album. I drive back. I I'll be honest, it was really good. 
Okay. And I know I know a lot of people take flack with him because you know new age country music, pop country music, yada yada, whatever. I uh, I really enjoyed uh, the full the full record. So uh, if anybody's into that uh, scene, strongly recommend it. It was good stuff. There you go. Text coming into one eight three three four zero one. We'll jump into the inbox. I should give you the rest of that text line four zero one fourteen forty. If you don't know now, you know. Uh, we'll do it for the brew house. Our house is your house at the Canadian Brew House. Of course, you can join them this weekend. Uh, The Golden Ticket. If you've won a Golden Ticket at any of the Monday, Thursday, or Sunday night football events around town, this is your time to go this Sunday. You have a chance to go to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. You just got to show up with that gold ticket. It's going to be awesome. And on your way down, download the rewards app, get your points, and get a free order of garlic fingers just for signing up. It's awesome. Down at the CBH. Text coming in. Playbook Vic. Ludicrous. What's your fantasy? My fantasy is Leon scores five tomorrow and makes me a save on foods millionaire. (laughs) That would be awesome. That would be very cool. (laughs) Share the wealth. Yeah, share the wealth. Tipsy McStagger says Canada's Big Sugar does a cover of Dear Mr. Fantasy. It's awesome. Cheers. Tipsy, thank you for the uh, the little note there. We appreciate you tuning in. Pillman says 30 straight points is amazing. Yeah, it is. Can the Oilers make it 32? Tomorrow we will find out. Sizzler says the Oilers will never get full credit for anything because people are jealous that we have the best player in the world, and that's the way it always will be. There's always going to be the haters, man. we got to tune them out. Spaghetti says the people critical of the Oilers' win streak are Flames, Nux, and Leafs fan. Arguing them will do nothing but lower your IQ. I saw it from an Avalanche fan. Although it wasn't a, it was a like, this is impressive, but with a grain of salt, which is fair. I replied with a meme, as I like to do, a Simpsons meme. What do you meme? I meme it all. I meme everything I say. Imitation Tom said kind of what we said. It's not college football. You can only beat the teams that the league puts in front of you. And by winning percentage, we are second in the league. Yeah, the Oilers don't rely on that loser point. If they're going to lose, they're going to do it in regulation. Like men. As we always have done. Dwayne says, how bad were we before the 8-15 and 15 game winning streaks and still well out of first place? I mean, it was bad. They were tied for last place in the league with the San Jose Sharks. Then they lost to the Sharks. <laughs> like... And, hey, guilty, there was five questions once. I said, are the Oilers going to miss the playoffs? And I was like, yeah. Like, give me a reason that they're going to turn it around. I was wrong, but... You want to know what your reason, the reasoning should have been? And I'll uh, I'll hold the accountability to the others in the room with you, uh, Jason Greger, and I don't know if you had a co-host on that day. When you said, what, like, give me a reason that they're going to turn this around, the reason is what some of the texts have already said. They have the best player in the world, which is funny because during the streak, obviously Connor McDavid has not been, you know, 15 games winning. Like take all external factors out and you just got told straight up, no previous knowledge. The Oilers are on a 15 game winning streak. What would, you, what would you think Connor McDavid's point total is over that time? He's got 45 goals. 45 to 50 <laughs> points, like straight up. And it's not even close to that. I mean, like, what was the number before uh, before last night? Him and Leon weren't even the top, in the top 10 of the team scoring over these last four, what was the 14 games at the time? That's probably changed now with uh, three each last night. McDavid jumped into sixth. Uh, Leon Drysdale's now 15th. He would have been below, tied with Noah Dobson. Wow. <laughs> the funny thing is, you know, McDavid, three-point night, ho-hum, no big deal. He does that again. And let's say hypothetically, because he does have six games in hand of JT Miller and six of Miko Rantanen, some of which he won't get back due to injury. 
But if he goes out tomorrow and has a three-point game, he could leapfrog both of those guys, hypothetically. Then he's got to track down David Pasternak, who has six points on him, but has six games played. So that's kind of the stat I think you need to look at. Points per game. McDavid would be third behind Kucherov and McKinnon. Kucherov and McKinnon have been absolute studs this year, so it'd be tough to catch them, but points per game, McDavid is third. Important to remember that because he did miss time due to that injury. GJ says, just think of it this if this was the playoffs, they would be one win away from the cup. <laughs> Could, Could you, you imagine? imagine? Yeah. <laughs> Team runs the table. <laughs> 15 and 0 in the playoffs? Oh my God. The league with, would hate with them. With your backup goalie getting some looks in there too. Just throwing him in in every game four. Like, <laughs> seal it. Skinner needs a break. Yeah, a closer. A cl- <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, they've already got an eight gamer. Now they're on 15. We'll see what they can uh, keep this one going. The weekend after hours is the best album released so far this decade, and it's not even close. Montana to Rice. Is that a the weekend album? That yeah. is the weekend album. I okay, it's a great album, but I gotta go Starboy. That is uh, that's that's the weekend's best. I album. like that song. Heartless or Starboy? Starboy. I love Starboy. And uh, what was the other one that was right around that time? There was a lot of them. Well, no, but like from that album. Uh, well, there's Reminder, which is a good song. Um, Party Monster? No, it was on the radio. Oh, God. Well, they were oh, all on the, the radio. The, the, I feel the, it coming. The, the Take On Me one. Blinding Lights. Blinding Lights? Was that from that album? I don't think uh, That so. is not from that I album. I will say, I, I we were working at another building, and I heard it in the hallway, and I was like, it was when like, they first played it. I said, this is going to be a hit. Which one? Blinding Lights. Oh, yeah. Like, like, buddy. Everyone loves that People song. People love Take On Me. Is it a sample? It has to. Have you listened to it? It sounds heard, the exact same. Have you heard Take My Breath? No. It, that's, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that, yeah, that one's a sample too, yeah. What do they sample that one from? Can I be honest? I don't really remember. <laughs> Something. Sick stat, Donovan. To be honest, most music these days is sampled. <laughs> Newsflash. There's only so many different ways you yeah. can put notes together. And I love like the, when they show like a song from like the 60s and it's just like the basic guitar riff and it's like, no, what song is this? And then like start adding the rest and oh my gosh it all started it's like something. picture the in, almost the entire of straight out of compton album by nwa Ooh. almost every song in there sampled the same james brown beat did you see the video of pharrell talking to dave grohl about uh the start of smells like teen spirit the drums yeah and he's like oh yeah i stole that from i forget who it was but like it was a disco band he's like yeah i straight up stole that so what a world. Inspiration. Anyways. <laughs> Don't steal, kids. <laughs> or, you know what, if it makes smells like Teen Spirit or some of the other hits we've found, sample. But give them appropriate credit. That, that's what I'm going to say. Fort Sask is hosting a cornhole tournament this weekend. Earn points towards provincials and nationals. Oh, Newey. Whereabouts? That's an interesting sport. I wonder right? if it's at the JRC. Let us know, Newey. Or the Millennium Place. Those are the two arenas in Fort Sask. We got one. How low tide would solve this dilemma? Hopefully that pick works or it makes no sense. A screenshot from a weird but very cool new baseball game called Mega Baseball 4. Nolan Ryan versus Hank Aaron. Did we have a... Was there a debate about that on the morning show? About what? Hank Aaron versus Nolan Ryan? No. Because that would be a sick matchup. That sounds like a fun video game. I might have to take a look at that. Uh, Montana to Rice, I Feel It Coming, was a big hit on Starboy. I, I think that was one that Struddy loves. That's a good song. I like that one, yeah. I, I like The weekend. Like, I, I'm, 
I'm not usually a full album. Like, uh, like I'm a pretty casual uh, music guy. Like country music, I'll usually listen to full albums start to finish, but other stuff, I just hear what's like the hits and what's really popping off. Uh, and I think, I don't know if there's a single like radio song the weekend released that I don't like. See, try singing I Feel It Coming as a karaoke song and you'll have a different view on that song. I'll, I'll tell you that. You don't know that. You've never heard me sing. Maybe I'm really good. I, I have done I Feel It Coming as a karaoke song. It's, a, it's, it's hard to listen to once you hear yourself sing it. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it's auto-tuned, is it not? Well, probably his voice parts, is just, Probably parts of it. His voice is also just really high. So <laughs> hearing yourself you sing that song You don't have good terrifying. range, Donovan? You can't, you can't get up there? Um, you know, personally, I think I have fantastic range, but I, I just can't reach that range because he's, he's just... He's got such a fantastic voice. Also, on the topic of the weekend, he uh, just had a single released with Playboy Cardi called popular today i I saw i saw that when i was like scrolling through spotify to to figure out what i was going to listen to on my drive home last night because i like to listen to music rather than uh talk or podcasts on the on the longer drives um and that was one of like is under the new releases so i like uh, i flipped from uh fox sports um over to my my phone's uh plug-in and um i didn't listen to it i listened to the morgan wall album when Donovan goes to get our Baja Blast at the next commercial break. We're going to play that song and see how it is. Well, we'll give a lot. <laughs> review it. We'll review it. Do Jay, you, go ahead. Do you know what that song came out with, though? Like came, nine different versions of it. Well, it came out with the Idol, the uh, HBO show that got very well reviewed. And not, is he not in well it? at all. Yes. No, yeah, that he's, was. He's a star. That was a terrible show, I heard. It was, it was terrible. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was horrible. It got canceled after one season. Uh, Blinding Lights, the first song to hit 1 billion streams on Spotify. That's from Jason. We also have Lance. Thank you for the great work, Lance. Thank you. We're trying. We're trying here. No name on this one. Corey Perry gets a hattie. First time texter, and they're dropping in saying Corey Perry gets a hattie. I love that. This person's pumped about the worm. So am I. I always assume that's just a first time, long time. Yeah, of course. Always. We'll get we'll get your name. We'll give you some credit for that one. That is a bold pick for tomorrow. Bones says, I wondered about 97's leadership abilities in the past, but he's obviously affecting the dressing room during this run. I mean, he doesn't have to put up points like he's showing that. I've loved his game. The way he'll he'll play a little chippy, better defensively. Um yeah, I, I've never I've never really understood the the qualms about his leadership ability because what we see outside the room doesn't matter. It's what goes on inside, and there hasn't been, you know, usually you'd hear stuff from like a former teammate or a player, oh, he's, he's too quiet or whatever it might be, but there's always just big-time praise for him. So, yeah, it's, it's been good to see. Uh, B-Rad is the name. B-Rad, thank you for texting in. Husk says Millennium is in Sherwood Park. Fort, What's the name of the new arena in Fort Saskatchewan? Fort Golf and Curling Club would be my guest, located beside Harbor Pool. The oh, I'm, fa- I'm familiar. I play the, uh, the Fort G, C, and C uh, quite, re- or I did quite regularly. Just a nice little nine-hole muni crack. What's the name of the, the newer arena in Fort Saskatchewan? The one right off 21. I've been there for something. You look it up. Brett from Stoney says, nothing gets the crowd more fired up than when Connor blows someone up. Oh, the Dow. The, the Dow. Dow Centennial. Centennial Center, not the Millennial Center. Husks also sent that in. Dow Center. Oh, thank you. Shout out Fort Sask. Great CBH out there. Love the people there. Fat Efron says, I don't want to toot my own horn, 
but I met and chatted with The Weeknd when he only had 5,000 listeners or less on SoundCloud. I didn't think he was that good. (laughs) 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 But good thing I'm not a talent agency or a music producer because clearly I was wrong. That's awesome. Where would you just run into The Weeknd? And was he still going by, what's his name? Abraham? No. That's close. (laughs) It's not Abraham. We'll, we'll, we'll take a look here. Big Cat 0890 says, Niners by a million. Goff 0-5 for San Francisco. I was very close. Abraham Abel. That. We'll get uh, the full pronunciation on that. <laughs> uh, quickly, let, let's talk a little NFL here. Uh, we'll keep those texts coming in. one 401 I apologize. We are all over the place, but we do what the text line tells us to do. And if it's going to be the weekend, we'll talk weekend NHL, like David football. Is Goff due to beat the Niners? I mean, that has nothing Is to do with Is that a Goff stat or a Sean McVay stat? Well, I mean, Goff's been there for two years. I'm, there's a have chance. They, have they the Lions have, played the Niners in the last two years? I uh, guess there's a chance. There's a chance with both being NFC teams. But I know, yeah, that's like that was always a storyline that the McVay could not beat uh, Kyle Shanahan, but then they did on route to the Super Bowl, right? So maybe that is a Jared Goff stat and not a, not a Sean McVay stat. So this year they did not play. Just quickly check back to 2022. Was last year the first year or was it a couple of years ago? He's been there. Well, the staff, the year the Rams won the Super Bowl was the first uh, year, which was the 2021 Super Bowl. So I'm just looking No, here. 22 Super Bowl. So the 2021 season. Yeah. So he has played once as a member of the Lions, and it was a 41-33 loss. Where was he, it during his first year? Yeah, the, it was well, the... First game of the season, he had three touchdowns, 338 yards in the air, one interception. Well, keep in mind the Lions started that season one and six and then rattled off and missed the playoffs by a game. So a bit of an un... But yes, in his time in L.A., uh, him and McVay were both 0 for uh, against the Niners. He started off his tenure with the Lions with a 0-9-1 record. That's not very good. And now he's got them to the NFC Championship game. With Dan Campbell. The Lions are for real, man. I'm taking the Niners because I just don't think the Lions' defense is good enough, but they are building something. Neither do I really, but, and this is a a text came in from Brett from Stoney, is Debo playing? I believe he's practicing. And when we chatted with Howard Balzer this morning uh, from SiriusXM NFL Radio, we didn't have clarification. Like, I don't think he's confirmed one way or the other. But if he even is playing, probably not at full health, right? It has been very clearly demonstrated what Debo Samuel means to the Niners offense because we always talk about they got all these guys, right? Everything from uh, from their left tackle to the running back to the fullback to the tight end to wide receivers. Uh, and then, of course, Brock Purdy has been the most elite game manager uh, that probably exists in the NFL right now, which, once again, not an insult, just really a fact at this point. But when Debo is not a part of that fold, it is a vastly different team. Yeah, Debo limited a practice yesterday. We'll wait and see what the report is. Uh, Nick Bosa did not practice, nor did Trent Williams, but that was due to rest. Eric Armstead got back into practice uh, for the Detroit Lions. Big names here. Yeah, Frank Reg now, their center. Ankle, toe, knee, back. Did not practice. <laughs> that's a lot of it. That's a lot of things going on. Uh, their guard, Jonah Jackson hasn't practiced the last two games. 
excuse me, Sam Laporta limited at practice yesterday. Josh Reynolds limited. And Eric Anzalone limited at practice. So, yeah, I mean, hey, at this point of the season, you've played your 17 regular season games plus a couple playoff games. The Niners got the bye, which was huge for them. They're going to be banged up. Frank Regnow, the team center, kind of epitomizes that. Ankle, toe, knee, back. It's like a... Brandon after a tropics game, a lot of a lot of injuries. Man, this week, what an athletic performance by me! Sunday <laughs> night, tropics. Monday night, curling. Wednesday night, tropics. Thursday night, curling. Friday night, another curling game. And who knows? Maybe more on Saturday if we can uh, get the win tonight as we chase down the Sea Event Championship. Doing it for Delburn. For the burn. We'll take a break. That was the mailbox brought to you by the Canadian Brew House. Sending you to the Super Bowl. If you do have a gold ticket, make sure you head to the location. You won that gold ticket on Sunday. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll let you know what's coming up on the Lowdown with Low Tide, as well as the Jason Greger Show. You're listening to Fantasy Frenzy, Hallie Douglas, and Donnie P. Brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. 11.45 it is, Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 14.40. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas, and Donnie P with you here. Show, as always, brought to you by Fantasy... Oh, wait, that's the show. The show, as this always... This is the show. ...is called Fantasy Frenzy. It's brought to you by... Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc's, Bruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall. Online at wilhawkbeefjerky.com. You know what the problem is? You haven't blasted off. Fantasy Frenzy, fueled by Wilhawk Beef Jerky... But hydrated by Baja Blast Fridays. At 11.40 every Friday. Got a blast. <sighs> Go to the dollar store and grab yourself one. It's only like a buck 25, so. Man, the dollar store is so underrated. <laughs> yeah, it comes up clutch for uh, us radio people. Very affordable. Oh, yeah, I do all my shopping there. <laughs> I uh, will say they're hamburger. <laughs> they don't have a frozen section, so it's just out on the shelf. That's the snacks, though. That's where you make that. That's really the the clutch thing. And um, even even like I like getting a lot of my um, I don't know you call them home goods like garbage bags, yeah, uh, dish soap, the the dish scrubbers, Tide Pods, sure, anything, air fresheners, your day to day like the stuff you don't think about until you're like you get home and you're like oh, I really needed to get that today and then you have to write it down for next time you go back to the grocery store where then you have to pay an arm and a leg for it. Just drop by the dollar store. Free plugs. Uh, today on the Lowdown with Low Tide, they'll have their typical typical declinations at 1240. Uh, Tyler Yurumchuk will be by, as well as Steve Lansky. It'll be a great show from 2 to 6. Then we've got the Jason Greger Show. Or sorry, noon to 2. 2 to 6 will be the Greger Show. We've got the Cam Tate 2-Minute Warning. Lorian Munzer will be by. Also, Wanya Gratz, Low Tide, Craig Button, Mark Spector. And we'll also uh, head out to Nashville, get a preview of tomorrow's Oilers and Predators game. Just confirmed. Willie Donick, voice of the team, will join us at 2.20. Uh, text coming in here, one 401 Big Cat 0890 says, Niners by a million, Goff 0-5, and then we talked about Debo Samuel, and he said he's playing Detroit bad on road and natural grass. Big Cat, question for you. Are you willing to stake your reputation on that one? Because Tyler Millwoods once told us that a certain quarterback was staying at Michigan, and then he declared for the draft, and we lost a lot of confidence in him. Tyler, we love you but we do take everything you say with a grain of salt now. So are you willing to stake your reputation that Debo will be playing? And how much of an impact will he have? That's going to be interesting. Aaron says the Lions are a dome team and have a tough time playing outdoors on the road. Should be a close game, but the 49ers are defensively favorites. They also have a better roster. I would agree. I I would counter that by saying, did you see Brock Purdy playing in the rain last week? 
Well, we don't want it to rain. That so like it's San Francisco. It's not like they're playing in Buffalo. Yeah, exactly. This like, this isn't like a cold weather. This climate. isn't a cold weather game, which we we do know Jared Goff is not uh, particularly good in, uh, which isn't very favorable considering the division he plays in. But digressing, like this is San Francisco. Weather isn't usually a huge factor, and if it is, it's rain, which that is just as much an impact on the Niners players and Brock Purdy, which we saw last week as it is going to be Jared Goff and the Lions. Like, this, I think there's going to be a great football game. I just, I'm rooting for the Lions because of the story. Sorry, Montana to, to Rice, our, uh, one of our most avid texters here on the show. Like, I've been pumping the Niners tires all season. Even after they lost to the Ravens, I said that I think they're still the best team in the NFL. They just lost that game. But, like, they've shown they're susceptible to the run. And the Lions run the ball really well. And I think that might be to their advantage. And if Debo does not play, my faith wavers even a little bit more. So I will be betting on the Lions to at least cover. Yeah, I mean, Dan Campbell, hard-nosed coach, he wants to run the ball. That is a good way to neutralize the edge rushers of Chase Young and Joey, or Nick Bosa, sorry. So yeah, and then the weather is going to be great. Looking at it right now, it's going to be about 19 degrees, no precipitation. So that is perfect football conditions. It's going to be a great one. More text coming in here. Uh, Fat Efron told us a story earlier on about how he met the weekend and didn't think his music was very good. Back when he had 5,000 followers, he said, I was listening to a lot of electronic elevator music and a guy I listened to followed him. So I gave him a chance because he was Canadian. He was known as The Weekend on SoundCloud, but his profile picture made it look like it was made by Microsoft Word. I'm trying to sign in my SoundCloud right now to still see if he has the profile. I haven't been, <laughs> haven't been on it in years. Yeah, let us know. Kurt from Barhead texting in saying, Hello, gentlemen. Isaiah Likely has been a DFS stud as of late. How do you expect the return of Mark Andrews to impact his targets to Likely? Thanks from Barhead. Yeah, uh, Andrews designated to return. In a word, to answer your question, a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mark Andrews is one of the best tight ends in the NFL. It, it, like, there's a case been made he's maybe the best. Um, Likely's been great uh, in his absence. And with Andrews being the first game back, like I do think Likely will still see action. It's Mark Andrews. Like, he, he's been Lamar Jackson's security blanket. And in a game with this Chiefs defense, even banged up, all of a sudden that security blanket might become a bigger factor. Uh, I expect Mark Andrews to be very heavily involved in this game. I will say what it does do, though, you get into that red zone, Lamar Jackson might have a little more confidence to throw it up to him. Mark Andrews, you have to game plan for him. It really just benefits the Ravens as a football team. Fantasy is going to throw out some questions for sure. But I, I still don't mind likely, you know, he'll probably be a little bit cheaper now as well. So get in that red zone. Maybe he becomes a good option. Hot take by Andrews is the fourth best tight end playing this weekend. I You know what? I actually don't even think that's that hot of a take. <laughs> I Kittle. mean, Sam Laporta, obviously a rookie. And Kittle, yeah. is Travis Kelsey washed, people are saying. <laughs> Kittle. Mark Andrews coming off a bum knee. That's what, that's actually, I hadn't even thought about that yet, Montana Rice. Are these the four best tight ends playing on championship weekend? Yeah, probably. Like, San Laporte as a rookie is already the f- in the top four in the league. Yeah, he's a stud. He's unbelievably good. And you know all I'm hearing about Jim Harbaugh? He loves tight ends. So, hey, maybe that's the key to the Super Bowl. You know, what? back to the, the question about Likely's DFS, and you, and you touched on it, Connor, but, like, in the red zone and stuff, the Ravens love to run the ball, especially in goal-to-go situations. 
because they, they rely on a lot of different running backs. So you get Pat Ricard involved. Um, and Lamar, of course, always a, a risk to take off. What, like, if they line up in, say, a run formation, multiple tight ends, almost certainly likely and Andrews both involved in that set, like, likely could still be a benefit, a benefactor that in that way. But, I mean, that's a pretty niche-type situation to be thinking about. And even if that is the case, like, if one or both tight ends do end up chipping and rolling out, then I would think Andrews is probably the the preferable target. But, I, like, it, it's unfortunate because likely he's had a great season and he had a lot of value. But, yeah, I, I just think with Andrews back in, like, he will be taking over TE1 duties and, it like, snap count everything, targets, whatever, and I don't think it'll probably be close. Well, we'll see. I mean, yeah, how, we, we will see. How healthy is he? Is he good to go? Will it be a snap count like you say? Uh, Big Cat also saying the Lions running back is good. That's a plural. The Lions which, running yeah, backs are good. Jameer Gibbs. We kind of laughed when they took him as high as they did because they also had that later pick in the first round where they probably could have got him. But if you get a guy you love, who cares where you take him? True. Paid off huge last week. And then uh, Lance saying, and I'm sorry, my text line froze, so I tried to refresh it. Now it won't load. I think it's down. Lance said, said Baja Blast is the best soda pop going. See, I was going to say it's a great pop. but it's Great pop. The best soda pop going, it's pretty good on a Friday at 11.40. It hits the spot. It really it And it... Like, as uh, as we say, blast us off into the weekend on a great note. Oh, baby, so good. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers tomorrow, what's going to happen? Are the Oilers going to win 16 straight, Brandon? Is it happening? I think they do. Uh, we touched on it right off the top about the Corey Perry injection. Uh, still on track, I believe, to play tomorrow, making his debut in the uh, number 90 Oilers sweater. Um, I think that I think everything we said off the top uh, – you know rings true like it's a little bit of an energy boost a guy that has a lot to prove both uh, professionally and personally at this point after the unceremonious exit from Chicago um so I think that little bit of boost and I mean if you're the Oilers and you're the players on this team you look like they are obviously aware of the winning streak <laughs> it's 15 games in a row they know when they lose and win every game like do you look at it and say we're only two away from a NHL record if we can get this one out take a nice little break, come back and go up against a really good Vegas team for a chance at history. Like, is that in their minds? Like, are they digging a little bit deeper as they go into this? Um, Or is it the flip side where they say, you know what? This has been a good run. Who cares what happens as we uh, roll out into the all-star break? I think I'm not in the room. I don't know, but I think they want to go out with a win. I think you always want to go on a break with a win. I think I, you know, my take for tomorrow's game or my prediction will that it will be the Oilers best uh, game, like full game probably of their last three or four. Oilers in action tomorrow at two. They'll skate in about five minutes. The uh, Preds came in from Minnesota yesterday after a 3-2 victory. So going to be a fun one tomorrow. That'll do it for us here on The Frenzy for Brandon Douglas and Donovan Paulson. I'm Connor Halley. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download the podcast at Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get it from. Greatly appreciated. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll talk to you at 2 o'clock on The Gregor Show. Next is the Lowdown with Low Tide. But first, an update brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in the Duke. Spruce Grove and West Edmonton Mall, wilhawkbeefjerky.com. Here is Donovan Paulson.